Hello to all our weird Negroes and weird non-Negro constituents. Welcome to the Weird Negro Podcast, a podcast for us, by us, but all are welcome. You can sit with us. As always, it's your boy J-Dub. Hey, I'm Cam Lotus. Yo, what's poppin'? It's L, so flower Lee. And today we are here with a really special guest, Lace. Hey. Hey. Hey, how y'all doing today, everybody? Pretty good, pretty good. Glad to have you on, Lace. Glad to have you here. Happy to be here. Nice. So today we're going to be talking about parenting styles. Mm. So this has been um, maybe a topic for debate for modern parenting. You know, um, you have multiple different parenting styles you can have, uh, many different ways that people raise their children. Um, Maybe some things how people don't raise their children could be conflicting. Um, so we're going to dive all into that today, you know, um, and we're going to be giving out our input, our opinions, um, and yeah. So let's get into the parenting styles, just to, um, you know, start things off. So we have six parenting styles um, that's kind of universal among, uh, like, my research that I was doing. Um, you have authoritarian parenting. Um, authoritative parenting, attachment parenting, permissive parenting, free-range parenting, and uninvolved parenting. So we're going to go into each one, and then I want to know, you know, what you guys think about it. Or, um, was you raised this way? Do you know people who was raised this way? You know, stuff like that. So let's get into, um, authoritarian parenting. So authoritarian parenting is like that strict. That really strict parenting, you know. So like the tough type, love. Um, would I say tough love? Or is it more like the spare like, the rise for the child type? I would say more like that, that, that um, heavy Christian type. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, being really strict with your child. Um, mm-hmm. so it's basically like an approach to parenting with high expectations and firm rules without offering kids much uh, support or asking for their input. Mm. So it's kind of, um, you know, do as I say because I am the parent. Okay. I know what's best. Um, you know, that that type of way of parenting. Because um, I say it so. Yeah. Gotcha. I, gotcha. I understand yeah. that to an extent, but some parents yeah. can kind of yeah. get it, carried it, away I, I feel like it's the overboard type of parenting. Because also mm-hmm. you have strict rule, rules, but you also have strict punishment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, if they aren't kids following. that are uh, under that kind of parenting style become excellent liars. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lace, you Lace did not just, just raise your head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my dad, the way he was, if you got caught, it was a wrap. So you had to get good. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to learn how to master lying. Mm-hmm. You have to tell a lot so well that you believe it. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I would say that... Well, actually, I would say that my parents is the next one after this. Okay. Because uh, mm-hmm. this, this style of parenting, um, as I was researching it, they said, like, uh, usually the cons that come out of this is the kids that come out uh, either, like, with high anxiety uh, like I think they said like abandonment issues or like mm-hmm. loneliness, mm-hmm. problems with loneliness. 
Um, because I guess they they don't feel open to approach their parents, right? And be open and honest with them. Because right. we all that. mess up, you know, ain't no yeah. one's perfect. Uh-huh. So Especially you, as a kid. Yeah, when you get in <laughs> trouble, you'll be afraid to tell your parents, like, what happened about uh-huh. something, right? I go with my siblings so, first. How should I go about doing this? <laughs> like when you have that kind of parenting style, it makes it where the kid is terrified to even come to you about anything because I I've messed up, so they're going to punish me because of it. I mm-hmm. can't talk to you about this like a human because yeah, yep. in your eyes, I've done the ultimate wrong. Mm-hmm. So and that's why I kind of like related it to like the Christian upbringing. Or religious upbringing mm-hmm. in general, type of parenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My bad. Thank you. I also yeah. uh, have noticed that with that type of parenting style, to do as I say, not as I uh, do. Mm-hmm. Those children, granted that they do move past like the social construct issues, mm-hmm. rebellious, wild. Yeah. When they get the chance to get free, oh. they go crazy mm-hmm. because I've been in jail my whole life. Mm-hmm. 20 or 18 years of slave free. And now the warden <laughs> is gone, right? I'm uh-huh. free for college. I'm an adult now. So I'm yes. about to hey, up. Them college years with them shelter kids. <laughs> DVDs <laughs> for years to come. <laughs> You're not lying, though. I'm telling you. That turned out pretty bad. Yes. Um, the next one is adoratative parenting. So this form of um, parenting aims to strike a balance between being firm but also warm and supportive. So it's that, um, it's like in the middle, you know. Um, So, you know, instead of like forcing your child to follow rules just because I said so, they would tell the child like, I need you to behave this certain type of way. I need you to act this certain type of way because... Mm -hmm. Because of whatever reason, I want you to be a good citizen. I want mm-hmm. you to understand that this is how the world works. Um, type, you know, things. So they still have rules, but they're more loose with them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they kind of said that this is kind of like a coach rather than a parent. So you're teaching the child how to behave, you know, stuff like that, how to act. Right? Okay. Um, so yeah. Um... So what do y'all think of that? Because I think that's how I was raised. Personally. I feel like that's how I was raised too. Mm-hmm. Like we had rules. Yeah. They didn't but always extend why, to me, but yeah, we you knew had why rules. The rules was the way they were. Right. right. My parents uh, explained to me um, on Saturday you have to do chores because I want you to be able to learn how to you know clean a house by yourself, how to mm-hmm. cook, it was uh, how to be. For you? Yeah. Sunday, it was that Sunday really? gospel for me. <laughs> for real. Yeah, it was. It was Saturday. Because <laughs> Sundays was no, no church and chill uh, until we stopped going to church. But it's that's all another story. Church another and episode. Chill. Huh? Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my parents would tell me why I had to do things, uh, and that helped me um, be a more um, productive. Yeah, productive person or to, I guess, like, learn listening skills to be open to people Mm. more and hear them out. I think I like, okay, I have to listen to all the styles before Mm -hmm. I give, like, a full opinion on it all. But so far, I do like this type of style because it's like you're raising another human being and we need to understand why do I have to do this, right? Kids Mm -hmm. are inquisitive. 
why do I have to be like this? You want to create that kind of uh, constructive criticism within themselves. Like you want them to be thinking about like the mm-hmm. the long term versus the short term. Mm-hmm. So yes. doing that type of style, I think, makes sense because it's like we're doing this because of X, Y, and Z, and mm-hmm. this is why I need you to behave for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I also think too it helps them to be more mature and mm-hmm. be more yes. responsible because rather than just saying do as I say or I'm going to beat you it's yeah. like being a thought about it like it's like mm-hmm. I see that you need me to do this you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I still necessarily wouldn't I mean so far I think it's the best I've heard mm-hmm. but you know I, I would do it a little bit differently mm-hmm. but I'll explain I guess yeah. after but, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think this Perfectly. is definitely good though because it teaches them to be responsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's someone who, yeah, like you come off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, you take care of, and yeah. if that's how you grew up, then that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, and then the next one is attachment parenting. So this form of parenting stems from the attachment theory or the belief that infants come hardwired with the need to be nurtured and stay physically close to their primary caregiver for the first few years of life. Um, so I guess that apparently it's like that, that idea that um, being more physically, I guess. Um, like affectionate? Yeah, affectionate, rather than straight, I guess. Um, so yeah, um, so what it looks like is attachment parenting most often applies during the baby and toddler years. So this is more of an early type of um, parenting style. So when a child has a higher need to remain physically close to their primary caregiver. So I think that this is something that's, you know, pretty basic. I guess for like a girls. standard like, for like, yeah, like a standard so like when the mom being, walks away to go do something and the yeah, kid is the like child, crying over yeah, yeah. because okay. they, they're so attached to you um, just like I guess any mother or mother would do or father you know, okay. like being super close to your child and being nurturing in a physical way. But I feel like that's kind of a standard for yeah. most mm-hmm. children because you gotta think your child's an infant. You ain't letting just anybody near your child. You attached to that infant, especially if you're like a mother and you're mm-hmm. like taking off work. You're always mm-hmm. with the child. You're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. That's like already establishing like that that connection, atta- that connection with the um, baby. Mm-hmm. So now the baby like, uh, now you're trying to leave me? Even if it's for two seconds, don't go to the bathroom without me. Yeah. Don't go watch TV without me. Uh, that's all the baby know until, you know, you start yeah. getting them used to other people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I guess it's just, a, you know, a thing to throw in there just to say this. I don't know. Maybe some people don't um, care for a toddler as we, you know, would do. I do know that you have to be careful with that style of parenting because mm-hmm. at a point it tends to be kind of weird, oh, you know, okay, like, yeah. and you yeah, have to, at some point, let they need go. to be independent, yeah, cause you know? It, oh, yep. Because what about, like, yeah, first day of preschool and the kid mm-hmm. is freaking out because they're so attached to being with mm-hmm. mama and daddy, and now mama and daddy got to go to work, yeah. kid got to go to school. Yeah. That attachment style that you and didn't that could, break away. Could, yeah, that can have problems in, like, um, teenage years and also, like, adulthood. Because um, I guess it would make, you know, the child grow up to not be independent. 
to be more dependent on people. Yeah. yeah. So always needing someone there. Yeah. Like they don't like to be alone. They like having everybody under the sun around them. Or they have like this they develop this type of attachment to this particular parent where it's like kinda kinda weird almost, you know, like mm-hmm. Freud weird, if you if you know what I mean. Like, uh, from that kind of style you ain't broke them away from that yet. Yeah. Like I think it's um it's good in a sense because it helps to show them that I am supporting you like I'm here mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. I don't think that people should take it as extreme as they do yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. you know but I think it is good for the child to know that somebody you know is in my corner mm-hmm. pretty much right. you know yeah. mm-hmm. but some people they take it too far like I think that was grown ups in one of the movies one of them was still breastfeeding and the child was like uh, six yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like and that can actually be really damaging for a child yeah. especially if they still like have a pacifier or you like, know, still no, breastfeeding I get it but that it's, the it's, breast milk it's weird, is like golden <laughs> and it has all this nutrition and all that but at a certain mm-hmm. point you're gonna have to you gotta stop to get on that <laughs> milk, yeah. son. You gotta pop it off the mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> not be breastfeeding no six year old. <laughs> all them teeth, you better stop. Oh my god, I forgot about the teeth. Bro. You can go to the store and get your own milk. You can get some walnuts, make your own milk. You can yeah. get something. You ain't getting yeah. no At that point, your mama's breasts belong to me. <laughs> oh, have, y'all, have y'all seen that TikTok where it's like the mom is trying to like wean her son off the breast? And so he's like, booby. And she's like, we're going to go to sleep without the booby. And she was like, you understand? He was like, I understand. She was like, do you really? He was like, no, booby. Don't try to trick me. And we know how this is going down tonight. Oh, baby. <laughs> But yeah. She was he was on too long. He was on too long. I think by the time like infant cool, maybe like baby, but before like they really start developing, you know, mm-hmm. the ability to talk, you should start kinda winding them, you uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. as far as like carrying them everywhere. Let them walk, just walk with them. You know, hold mm-hmm. their hand. You know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. You know, I think yeah. if this parenting style is done right, it can definitely help. You know, 'cause oh, yeah. I see people walking and their children are either three miles in front of them or three miles behind them. Or children, mm-hmm. where's my mom? Where's my dad? It's like, mm-hmm. hold their hands. Like, uh-huh. people are snatching children. Like, yes. you <laughs> need to make sure if they do, you got them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. but, you know, who am I to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like... I, I think you're if, right. If you can start giving the child, like, solid foods, mm-hmm. then I think you can slowly start to wean them off. Because at that point, it's yeah, like, you don't, actually, need, you don't need the breast milk. Like, um, like, dentures, you know, teeth rise. Um, the child can actually start to, like, grow, um, I don't know if it's, like, a gap. But something to happen to the teeth mm-hmm. to the point where it will grow awkwardly. Yeah, because, because they're, they've still been, breastfeeding. they're still breastfeeding yeah. off of that. Uh-huh. So their mouth is going to be adapting to whatever is exactly. their environment. Yep. I don't think you want your baby's mouth to be acting up, looking messed up. Look, no, dental like, work ain't cheap. Try to say it nice. <laughs> Try to say it nice and they laughing at me. But yeah. Their mouth has form to the breast. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's the next parenting style? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
conversation. Stop it. That's for another episode. Another topic. <laughs> All right. So the next parenting style is permissive parenting. So uh, it states that permissive parents are warm and nurturing, but tend to be lax or inconsistent in the rules and discipline department. Uh, they usually act more like a friend than a role model. So kids tend to have a lot more freedom and are always monitored closely. I'm one of your little friends. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that friendship mom. You know, I'm going out with my daughter to the club type thing. Mm -hmm. You know. So that's <laughs> when that kind of relationship It's Regina George's more. mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. That's yep. perfect. Yeah, I'm not a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. Like, all right. <laughs> alcoholic? Oh, God, no, sweetie. What kind of mother do you think I am? Why do you want to look? Because I'd rather you drink in the house. <laughs> I see that movie way too many times. You are so, you can do it verbatim. I think you got to take it to like a trivia Because <laughs> <laughs> you would win. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh -huh. I think it's like decent, you know, if it's like a lot of these parenting styles is just if they do it right, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like for you to pretty much be because it shows support again, you know, mm -hmm. it shows like, you know, I'm here. I understand that you're a human. You're going to go through certain motions and I'm here for you. But yeah. I think that the parent needs to make sure the child understands that um, we're friendly, but I'm not <laughs> your friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as long as that's yeah. established, you know, because I've done that with like mm -hmm. nieces and nephews, you know, mm -hmm. we play. Yeah, I have time. You know, they respect me more than their parents because it's like, we play. We'll play and everything mm -hmm. until they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But if you get out of line, Uncle B is going to take mm -hmm. the bell off. Flash that ass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get on my knees because of that. Because I was, I was more of that style, but then she started, like, acting up. Acting mm -hmm. up. So I was she like, saw Listen. you as, this is my friend, yeah. so I can act crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, with all these different parenting styles, I'm not going to say, like, there's one correct way and there's one cor wrong way. Because mm. each child is going to be different. Yeah. Whatever, Whoever you got, you're going to work with them on how whatever style it works for mm -hmm. them. Right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to combine two things together. It's, mm -hmm. it's different for everybody. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like, <laughs> at a certain point, you can't go overboard with, I'm your buddy. I'm your friend. We can do X like that. I don't need a mm. friend. I need a mom that's going right. to show me what the fuck mm. I'm doing wrong with this. You know? Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. yes. yep. I got I friends. Right? Yeah. I got yep. plenty of friends. I don't want no more of them. <laughs> them motherfuckers don't be helping yeah. at all. <laughs> I need a mother. <laughs> so, yep. Um, and then just to lead off of that, because they're kind of like the same style, they're just kind of mm -hmm. separated, is uh, free range parenting. So, in many ways, it's like permissive parenting. Uh, both, you know, very fluid with their guidelines, but the difference is that free-range parents value their child learning things on their own. So, you know, instead of telling little Timmy, if you touch that stove, you're going to get burnt, allow little Timmy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to that extreme, but, you know. The fact that it, was the yeah. first analogy. <laughs> no, but I was thinking that. Oh, my God. It works. I did that years mm -hmm. ago back in high school. Uh, we stayed in a two-family flat, and we were cool with the people upstairs. Mm -hmm. And the lady, to the cake, her son, little Darius, he was like three. Mm -hmm. He couldn't really talk, but he could get into whatever he wanted to. And I remember uh, we had the stove open and it was on, you know, rough times. Oh, but uh, he was about to touch. I'm like, Darius, don't touch. That's going to burn your hand. And he was like, I'm like, you know what? 
going to touch you. He was like, hold up now. Why is he doing this? He was like, what's the problem? He got close. He's like, Hot, hot, hot. I'm like, yes. He was like, all right, and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you need to do with yeah. these kids. You know, now that I think about it, the more you tell people not to do something, the they more do they want to do mm-hmm. it. So just like, no, go ahead. Like, I'm going to let you they figure like, it out. They'd be like, wait, why are you allowing me to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, this is the so, best teacher. Like, yeah. use your mind and think about the consequences. Learn about what's about to happen. Exactly. Yeah. But um, maybe the cons of this, they suggest that, um, you know, it, it might affect kids. It let them be more independent, you know. But it, it, some things probably you should teach your child not to do. Just don't allow them to do everything. You don't want to learn everything by experience. Yeah. No, you do not. Because <laughs> yeah. then they'll be like, Mom, why didn't you tell me about this? you be like, because I want you to learn on your own. But you could have easily told yourself. me not to do that. It'll build you character. Yeah. <laughs> or CPS is going to come. <laughs> you know so, yeah, that can go downhill real fast if, yeah. if it's not monitored correctly. Or at all. Um, And then, the f- um, last but not least, is uninvolved parenting. So yeah. Wait, uninvolved? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. you're, you're, just, you're just not there. You're ding, ding. <laughs> Daddy wants to go get some milk. Daddy wants to go get some milk. Oh my god! Oh, he wants his future wife sauce. <laughs> I'm dead. So the description oh. says parents aren't able to meet their kids' emotionally or physical needs. They're not accepting or involved with the child and provide little superstition. So it's basically self-explanatory. You're just yeah. not there. You're just not there. Yeah. Physically or otherwise. Um, oh, the, the cons <laughs> is extremely long. We know. <laughs> I bet he ain't even got to go over there. Yeah, so. <laughs> we know the cons. Yeah. I went so. through it, though. I was one of those children. You mm-hmm. know? I went through mm-hmm. you know, some stuff. My um, I grew up with my biological auntie and uncle. So my biological auntie, who I call my mom, you know, she mm-hmm. would keep us close. But due to the way that they all kind of grew up, you know, at a certain time, she couldn't provide. So she worked it out where I was staying with them. And he was, I found out my dad was living a wild life. I'm talking speedballs, you name it. I had no Mm -hmm. idea growing up. He was out living wild, so he was never at home with us. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, our older sister had passed. Uh, So it was my uh, sister who was maybe like five years older than me, four or five years. So she's pretty much raising us but we're raising ourselves and then we have like a four-year-old boy who is my uh oldest sister's son Mm -hmm. we're all there together literally raising ourselves and i guess that's what kind of led all of us to be independent Mm -hmm. you should definitely be there with your you know children because we go we went through a lot Mm -hmm. that we didn't have to Mm -hmm. you know at least to kind of guide us is i mean it's it wasn't all bad Mm -hmm. but it you know it's, it's not the way to, to raise a child. If you're going to have a yeah. child, you should be in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Because yeah. so. I, I know, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> so it's it's not my fault that I don't know anything it, and it's your job to be raising me, you know? Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, out of all these parenting styles, I'll say I've had a little bit of all of it. All of it, okay. Yes. Yes. I've had mm-hmm. all of it. Uh, my mom worked 
and when she was there she always made sure that i was taken care of if if you would ask between me and my brother i have an older brother that's like 17 years older than me mm-hmm. he dealt with the it's my way or the highway tough love kind of situation that's what yeah. he dealt with and then i came into the picture and i kind of had all the styles mm-hmm. thrown at me to kind of figure out what's what uh i think that you know just every person is different and whatever works for that child would mm-hmm. be what works for you yeah um yeah. if i had to choose what my style of parenting would be for when i do have a kid it definitely would be a fuck around find out kind of thing you know like okay you want to see what's gonna happen go ahead and see what happens <laughs> burn your hand damn so you ain't gonna do that again huh? yeah. like, I, I feel like that would probably mm-hmm. be my style yeah. but it also kind of depends on personality true again like it's different for me and my brother it's like we're different personality wise Mm -hmm. like i'm a lot more i see things happen i be like okay i learned from that he's more of an experienced person to learn from experience Mm -hmm. um one thing i didn't have was like free range parenting kind of or you know um permissive Kind of like learning from experience. I was always told, you know, don't do that because of this. And I never went out and tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of, I want to say, well, it is kind of bad to do that. Because it causes, I guess, people to have you know, anxiety about trying new things. Which yeah. I had a problem with after high school. Because mm-hmm. um, you always did what you were told. So yeah. it's like, ah, it's kind of hard for me to try, new, try things new things if I don't know what to expect yeah. from it. Kind of like being closeted. But I wasn't completely closeted. Um, no, I could go out and do things, but I was just scared to, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and I know my parents would say like, oh, we, we didn't... We didn't, like, you couldn't go out and hang out with friends and stuff like that, but I felt like I couldn't. And mm-hmm. I guess that was, you know, just my personality that I felt that way. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think that was a, yeah, I think I was a mixture of everything. Probably mm-hmm. less authoritative. I feel like my parents were authoritative when they were forced to be. When it yeah. was like, we had no mm-hmm. choice because y'all just cutting all the way up. Yeah. But, I like to climb the goddamn trees yeah. and shit. I wish we did, but they didn't care about that. <laughs> like, we, Cause we had that we had that neighborhood where we knew we grew up knowing everybody on the block. Okay, so they yeah. really didn't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But I, because me and my siblings, so I have two older siblings, so I'm the youngest. Because me and my siblings are spaced so far apart, it was kind of like I guess I got different parenting styles from each person mm-hmm. in my family, whether right. they were my parent or not. Right. So it was like, you know, my parents were working middle class parents. So they exactly. went off and then my sister being the oldest, mm-hmm. she looked after me and my brother. So yeah. she kind of took on that parenting role while they were out. Mm-hmm. So she like do the dishes. She cook sometimes, make sure we ate at least until they got home. Yeah. But it's like we that my parents learned very quickly, like how different each of us was. So they mm-hmm. kind of had to pull out just. They had to make up parenting styles, I feel like, at one point. And that's what you have to do because, again, each person is different. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. going to come out these perfect children for you. You have you have to create a style that works for you and that child. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's a question I got for y'all. Mm-hmm. How do you feel uh, about, like, the older sibling having to take care of the younger siblings? Like, uh, how y'all feel about that? Because um, Cam and Lace... My mom kind of has did that. Mm-hmm. Like she, she grew up mm-hmm. taking care of my uh, youngest uncle, 
Um, and she she said it was it was hard, like when your parents is always going at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to come home clean, make sure that he ain't in the streets doing something, yeah, which was hard because they babies. see you as an older sister. They're right. not gonna like uh, like they're gonna test you, mm-hmm. and there's not much that you can do. Um, but tell them like I'm gonna tell mom or stop you know stuff like that. They they don't see you. They just see you as like a friend or you know mm-hmm. a sibling. So she was saying that that was hard for her growing up, um, but it taught her how to take care of us. So mm-hmm. she already had the experience from doing that. But is it like fair? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not. You fair. know, like because that's but taken away. Time them for being you. for them to be a kid, yeah, because yeah. you have to grow up so fast to help raise your siblings. Like mm-hmm. and my sister could definitely give that background because sometimes we still well, she just stopped maybe about a year ago, but we were here like, if I was raising, I didn't get to live my life, and it's like true, you know, but you ain't gotta tell us every day. It's like it wasn't our fault, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's unfair mm-hmm. because there's things you want to go do. But you can't go do it because your dad wants to go shack up with somebody else. I mean, he's paying the bills. I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm. But what about the support? So now you have to step up. And nobody even asked you. You're just mm-hmm. doing it because you're like, somebody has to. Mm-hmm. And now it's good because you become mature faster. Yeah. But you miss out on so much. Mm-hmm. So then there's that so regret. So it's like anger. There you go. You know, resentment. Resentment. Yes. Anger. Like, because yeah. you... It already sucks having to be out here, and now you have to take care of these people that you didn't even ask, you didn't ask to be here, and you didn't even ask to take care of them, and they didn't ask you to take care of them. So it's just this whole ball of, ugh. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. It I sucks. But my sister, I don't think she felt that way just because she knew it was for a short time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm only watching them for a couple of hours till my dad got off work first, and then my mom got off later. Mm-hmm. So, and then my sister. It always had that personality of go, go, go. She always had that personality of I'm very mature, very independent. I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Don't need no help. So it was a natural thing for her. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, it didn't feel like I'm taking care of my younger siblings. It's kind of like I'm watching them. And then when dad come home, she still yeah, went so out with her like friends. Still did. Yeah. Yeah, for mm-hmm. her anyways. Yep. My brother, he was, my brother was very laid back. So he just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I, I love the fact that your family dynamic is so fucking lit because you have a decent family. What? Yes. Oh, it's just so watch every once in a while. But mama and daddy is going to come home and take care, pull up the front. They're going to yeah. take care of home. And that is what I wish that we all could have because mm-hmm. a lot of the time, my older brother, my older sister, it's just them. Uh. You know, it's just us having to take care of each other. We ain't going to get no peace no time off because mom and dad are finally back because they maybe mom and dad can't come back you know mm-hmm. maybe they work in five jobs to keep everything going mm-hmm. yep. your family is lit <laughs> so, they're like a whole community and I think that's great because that's yeah. the way our communities used to be and you look at their household and you see like like it when I first found out how much they it's crazy like yeah. almost every day they if they don't you know they see each other if they don't they at least yeah. talk to each other it's mm-hmm. like my family we... is not like that 
Mm-hmm. Like, you, see my, just, you see my sister just text like, uh, it's just my what, mom, when you get off? My dad, me, and my brother. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really talk to extended family at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's not like a community <laughs> dynamic, but I am so like thankful for my parents for yeah. doing yeah. what they, you know, did for us. For yes. real, for real. Without asking for help. Because mm-hmm. there was multiple times where we needed help, but they was like, we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's so, too many of us to keep too. track of. Mm-hmm. Cause I teach you, you can push through and make it happen. Y'all be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Because it's such a big family. This isn't like we naturally just kind of lose touch with some family members but it's just mm-hmm. there's so many of us to keep track of but the fact yeah. of the matter is that you guys stay connected out of mm-hmm. all these family uh parenting styles mm-hmm. i think like the number one best thing probably would be community right because if yeah. we're all together we can mm-hmm. figure it, it out together. i was just about to say that it, it takes, takes a village, village yeah. right it takes a village to help raise a child mm-hmm. so all these parenting styles use them yeah. Use them all, yeah. you know, to help each other out to figure out how to get this this new person into the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's no one parenting style. All yeah. of them. Yes, and that's yeah. how I was looking at it. Like it's like they almost took like the great parent and then just said, "We're going to break this up." I mean, mm-hmm. there's times where you're going to have to be your child's friend, mm-hmm. where you're going to have to yep. support them, where you're going to have to go upside their head. Where mm-hmm. you, I mean, you have to yeah. let them learn. You have to teach them. Mm-hmm. To be a great parent, you have to be very well-rounded, yeah. you know? And I mean, you also, as y'all were saying, you have to look at some children are going to learn differently. Some of mm-hmm. them are going to have certain issues from time to time. Mm-hmm. You can't expect your child to be Michael Jordan if they have certain complications. Yeah. That's a bad example. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have to work with the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's going to be yeah. a mixed bag. Whatever, whoever you got is going to be something completely different than what you're used to probably. So yeah. you're going to have to nut up and shut up and mm-hmm. get used to it and fix mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah. Yes. I got a question on what do you do if you, uh, you have a child with another person mm-hmm. and you both have um, different parenting styles? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? I feel like the biggest That's thing about parenting is compromise. Mm-hmm. You you have to understand that this child is not solely yours. Mm-hmm. There's a whole another human being that like this child has to connect with, has a relationship with, has maybe a bond with. So it, you can't just be like, this is my parenting style. We're going to do it my way, how mm-hmm. I want to do it. It's like, okay, but there's someone else involved here and their parenting style may be just as effective yeah. and may work just as well for the child. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Cam. Um, I feel like one thing that makes that difficult uh, is when both of the parents are separated. Mm-hmm. So like single mother, single father mm-hmm. dynamic, you know, baby okay. mama dynamic, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's a lot harder to compromise when both parties aren't there to... To even, you know, they hate each other and stuff like that. You know, it it already creates a grind. So that's why some environment. Yeah, Yeah. that's why some children, which is actually, uh, I saw it in a study recently, that um, children of single mothers are more likely to get into trouble, be rebellious. Mm. Not, you know, it's just a higher percent chance. It don't mean that you will be. Elle is like over here personally you know? offended. I'm just saying it's a, it's a higher percent chance for it. So. I have you know. <laughs> I, it was a wonderful child. 
teachers would be calling my mama up like, can we clone your baby? <laughs> we love Leah. We love her. <laughs> so excuse you. Well, I think it was maybe like, uh, I think it was around at 60, 40%. You know, 60% of children will experience this compared to the other 40%. Uh, you know. I also did say, like, at the beginning of this, like, that first parenting style will mm-hmm. make a child become a really great liar. So, I mean, hey. Which can work. <laughs> that can work. Because what if your child get caught up in some stuff by mistake mm-hmm. and they're looking at the police and they're trying to send them away and they got to make up their lie. That gift that of gab, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, it ain't come in handy too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It does. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you So, um... One question that we really didn't dive into, which is kind of broad in general, but what does it mean to be a parent? Uh, Meaning, like, just because you're not a biological parent of the child, someone can still be in that parent role. So what does it mean to be a parent? I know Lace kind of went with that with his aunt and uncle. It is a 25-8 kind of job. No benefits. You are just there on the grind over time and everything else. Mm. Being a mm-hmm. parent is probably like the toughest fucking job it is out there. Because mm. you are trying to raise yeah. a, the next generation. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them to, you don't want to fail, right? You're trying yes. to give them a decent foundation in mm-hmm. order to be a human out here that will survive and hopefully mm-hmm. carry on. Exactly. So it's being, I do not envy any of the parents (laughs) out there. Like, I know I got opinions and all of that, but yo, you trying, as long as you trying, you got my utmost respect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that is a Because at the end of the day, all you can do is your best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, I feel that we, my, some of my siblings will look at our parents and they would be like, you know, they could have, and I'm like, look, relax. They were still children. They were just Mm -hmm. older than you. Mm-hmm. So I understand that they were learning their life lessons and had they had it better together, they could have mm-hmm. taught you to where you could have went through life lessons a lot easier mm-hmm. and made things happen. So, you know, uh, my brain went blank. That right there, though, that right there, that just goes to show like trying to be a better person, trying to Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. what it means to be a better person to someone else. You're trying to teach all of what you Mm -hmm. know to another person, passing on your wisdom, and sometimes it'll go blank. That's, you're human. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> Especially dealing with children. Because yeah. children yeah. are wild. They go all over the place. Sometimes they stress you out. Because it's hard, you know? Kids are assholes. And plus, you got to deal with are. everything else that's happening yeah. in your life. Your job being you. wild. Yeah. You got to deal with other people acting crazy uh-huh. as hell other towards people, you. You don't know what they saying to your child at school. Oh, my God. And not to mention, like... Saying out of whack stuff. You like, mm-hmm. what? The parents that so are raising children with special needs. Oh, that's God. a yeah. whole nother level of parenting. I didn't parenting. think about that. And I was just thinking about, because we had, I think, someone today ask about uh, autism. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy, because it's like, I don't know how I would approach, like, 
parenting a child with autism. I guess you start by learning about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you can't approach it how you would. There's no books. I don't care what anybody say. There's no amount of books or reading that can prepare you for parenting. No. You just got to dive in. Because, again, <laughs> each person is going to be different. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can maybe have, like, a support group with other parents. Mm-hmm. You guys can maybe talk to each other to figure out, well, what's your style? How does it work when little Timmy does this for you? What, Like, what can <laughs> I do to better my mm-hmm. parenting style? That's yeah. what you could do, mm-hmm. but there is no clear-shot answer out there that no. will answer it all for you mm-hmm. on what I'm supposed to do to raise this kid. Yeah. It's hard. Exactly. I think I got, like, I think my parenting style is probably the best on the planet. So I understand that children, not the infant part, obviously difficult because crying and colic and you name it. Mm-hmm. But as far as when they can run around, laugh and joke, mm-hmm. I realize children are very easy to understand because they're reminders of what we all forgot growing up. You're supposed mm. to enjoy life. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we have the wisdom of being an adult, so we understand certain things. You know, you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So understanding that children just want to play so it's like all right so you understand if you make them play all the time all right they get sleepy they go to sleep mm-hmm. most people don't want to spend time. they sit in front of the tv drink juice and, and no no play with the child because mm-hmm. they need that influence they need you around yeah now they that you think that, now that, that you say that it's kind of like mm-hmm. in the um in the wild right mm-hmm. how uh, lion nests and lions be playing with their children how wolves be playing together the pups uh, every creature, every mammal at least, plays with their children, especially primates. Mm-hmm. You know, on um, the picking of the hair, uh, just that 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 physical um, connection with the child mm-hmm. is something that's very important. Yes. And when you neglect that by just telling them, "Yeah, go over there and I don't care what you do," then it's, it's basically going to have an effect on the child. It makes you distant. Yeah, you know, like, mm-hmm. I honestly feel that's why, like, all my nieces, nephews, even friends, like, all of their children, they love me. Like, they listen to whatever I say because they know <laughs> when I come around, even if I'm tired, we're playing. We're going to be running around, <laughs> all of that. Don't do anything out of line, mm-hmm. but we're going to play around. We're going to have a good time. They're going to learn lessons. That's another mm-hmm. thing why you play with them. Teach yeah. them some Teach stuff. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't always have to wait for the teacher of life. Just introduce them to yeah. things that's mm-hmm. going to help them become better people. Exactly mm-hmm. what I did with my niece. We got books over there. That's beautiful. We used to play school down here. That's beautiful. You know, stuff like that. You used to build with, like, Legos and make, like, towns. And mm-hmm. then I'll tell her, mm-hmm. this town needs a mayor. This town needs a fire department, mm-hmm. a hospital restaurant to feed people so you teach them explain no. capitalism excellent first word monopoly yeah that's wonderful so yeah because it's like children are I always tell people some people think that you know like i'm wrong for saying but it's true children are robots Mm-hmm. What you put in them is what they have. So whatever mm-hmm. you don't want them to have, fix it. Because you may think you're doing it in the dark. Mm-hmm. Children, all it's just like your mom. Like when you first lost your, and it's like you did it, didn't you? Children are that way when you think you're doing something and they don't know. They know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. start to do it. They mm-hmm. are sponges. They yeah. watch everything. Everything that you are going through, they're seeing it too. No matter yes. how young you think mm-hmm. they are, yes. they pick it up too. So mm-hmm. all of stuff that you be doing. 
all the bullshit that you be doing, they gonna pick that up too. Yeah. So you better be mindful of what you're doing in front of your mm-hmm. baby. You'd be surprised yep. what they remember. Yeah. 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 And they start imitating it, and then you're like, well, "Why are you doing it?" And it's like, "It's your you fault." Like, mm-hmm. I love my sisters. I love all of my people. I know we're children, but I tell <laughs> them, and they say, "Oh, no, they bad. They aren't bad. It's no such thing as a bad child, but there's a such thing as a bad parent." Mm-hmm. Life is hard. Yeah. You may not be in a situation you needed to be the best parent, mm-hmm. but that's not their problem. That's your problem. Yeah. Figure it out. And I think <laughs> once you tell people that, it's like an instinct inside of people to say, so what are you trying to say? I'm yeah. not a good parent. Some yes. people are really like, bad yes, that's what I'm saying. criticisms, <laughs> you know. And uh, it's the same way you can say it, you know, because some people would be like, oh, you're a whack-ass parent. Or, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, if you, but man, if you, if you tell them what shit, you're doing you're wrong and stuff, people yeah. is more, you know, relaxed towards mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know, like your child popping and you like, why are you doing it? Oh, get off TikTok. Why were they watching TikTok without you? Like, they, you know, know, they, they couldn't see, even watch TV without me watching it. What y'all back y'all again? Just speaking <laughs> Listen, listen, when I was looking at my anime back in like middle school, my mom's friend had walked in on me looking at it and he walked back out and was like, do you know what your daughter is looking at? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, cartoons. And he was like, "Mm -hmm. I think you need to come see this. (laughs) Which anime was it? I don't know. Was it Cowboy Bebop? It might have been Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I think it was Inuyasha. Oh, oh, okay. oh classics. Right, right. You was watching on Toonami? Yeah, Toonami was the jump. Yeah. Yeah. He killed Tom and brought him back. He killed him oh, again. yeah. He brought him yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Stop killing Tom. <laughs> oh, now this is a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, for your future parenting style, do you think you'll allow your kids to look at anime do you think you'll allow them to look at certain stuff will it be like oh, at so a certain like point for them to look or, at it uh-huh. yeah like how do you feel about uh what you would allow your child to watch mm-hmm. well, mm. i am mm. personally working on maybe about six different children cartoons i'm getting some stuff out the way so the funding mm-hmm. i'm waiting because i'm doing all this myself out of pocket okay but i'm going to make children cartoons because I'm tired of one of the backwards messages and Spongebob and him saying, oh, he said E-S-P-E-R-M. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Patrick. It's like, I don't want children being exposed to that or mm-hmm. them popping and they can have dances for them. Like, these are children. Mm-hmm. They yeah. should experience life as a child, mm-hmm. not an 18-year-old as a child. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, so the cartoons they have now are just... <clears throat> Wow. They're for us, but they give it to them. Looking at some of the stuff from what we used to look at back yeah. in the day. It yes, was it was some wild stuff. SpongeBob? SpongeBob was really wrong. Panty Ray. They had a whole episode about oh, Panty Ray. Johnny Bravo? <laughs> yes, yes. Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. That was, wow. that I was, was I was watching some episodes recently on YouTube. I was like, what in the hell do we watch? Why do we allow this? Yes. It was crazy. And I'm yes. like, that's why we are the way we are now. Kablam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. I used to watch Kablam all you know, the time. It was it was a lot of stuff in there we didn't need to see. Yeah. You know, but they put it in there. And a lot of children, I think, got exposed to certain things like sex, mm-hmm. uh, profanity, and things mm-hmm. of that. And like, the spon- mm-hmm. like SpongeBob was actually meant for MTV. It was mm-hmm. meant for adults and teenagers. Mm-hmm. But because 
they were uh they're owned by the same uh them and nickelodeon are owned by the same company they said yo mm-hmm. we'll make it child friendly mm-hmm. and we're going to give it to the children and they slot all the little messages in there mm-hmm. and it messes up the children mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you think oh i'm going to subliminal messages when you allow television to raise your kids mm-hmm. is when you mess up yeah. Because yeah. they gon' they've always had these weird ass messages in the ch- in, mm-hmm. in you know in television anyway in the music mm-hmm. whatever it is yes. your job as the parent to watch what your kids is doing in the first place. Yeah. Thank you. Because it ain't it ain't SpongeBob's fault that little <laughs> Bessie is acting crazy as hell. Yeah. Thank you. And that brings so. me to like the next topic, right? Mm-hmm. The new generation versus the old generation of parenting. Like, the difficulties that we, I think, personally have to face now. I mean, it was always difficult being a parent, but it's more things that children can be exposed to now. Especially because we of, are crazy you know, phone, um, that's, that's, surfing the web. My whole thing is just, we, we all crazy as hell anyway. Yeah. Just do your job as a parent and just raise this motherfucker. That's yeah. all you gotta do. The most you can, you can been, only protect them so much. It's been weirdos out here anyway. I'm sorry to just keep talking over you. But we've always had weird uncles. We've always had Mm -hmm. sexual music. We've always Mm -hmm. had crazy-ass TV shows. The newspaper, you know, Mm -hmm. going so far as to go back to, like, comics and all. Comic books. Don't let other things raise your kids. Some things in comics was wild until they got the the comic uh, something of the work, whatever it's called. But yeah, they used to play anything in comics. I guess it it always was crazy. Yeah, because they're sponges. So, like I was saying, robot sponge, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to soak up whatever they spend the majority of their time with. So, if you want them to grow up as better people, as a parent, you must become a better person yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you, as their parent, their mother and their father, you're going to be the best examples they can get because you're right there. Granted, you are. Mm -hmm. You are the first person that they are going to be looking to for Mm -hmm. everything. So, you know, and as a father, it's your job to make sure that your daughter, because they're going to look at not just you Mm -hmm. and your relationship to them, but Mm -hmm. with the other parents. So they Mm -hmm. see how you as a man are to treat their mother and how she is Mm -hmm. to treat you. Mm -hmm. And then how you are to treat them individually. The son sees this is what it is to be a man. The daughter mm-hmm. sees this is what I look for in a man. So mm-hmm. guys, why she with him? Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. Exactly. Why is my child dealing with this person that wants to knock them upside their head? Mm-hmm. What is you doing? Yeah, you, you grew up in a toxic <laughs> environment. Saying, like, you know? Um, yes. And my father taught me a lot of things, not necessarily by telling me, but by, you know, showing it. Mm-hmm. How to carry on, how to provide for your family as a man. Mm-hmm. How to carry yourself as a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to deal with issues as a man, you know? That's beautiful. So it's a, and my mother taught me, you know, gave me that nurturing. My father did too, but more mm-hmm. nurturing, more to show what to find in a woman, you know, mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. Now, what do you do mm-hmm. when you come from that kind of background where you don't have any of these mm-hmm. like experiences, yeah. and then you have a child? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a great father, great mother. So what do I do now with this kid? I don't know how to be a parent, and I'm not around the best people mm-hmm. anyway. So one thing I, I would say what is do you to do? get with a person uh, where you can both learn together. Mm-hmm. If he experienced those things, that's more of a benefit. If he never experienced those things, um, learn together and grow together. But mm-hmm. have the best intention to know that I'm doing this to um, better my child. 
Because some people, they may have a child, but they that's not number one priority, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd it be like that. Mm-hmm. Therapy. If you don't even know how to do that either, go to therapy. Because yeah. yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of the time, we just be out here. We, I don't know what's the best option for my damn self. How am mm-hmm. I supposed to take care of this kid if I can't even take care of myself? Yeah. Go to go go to therapy at the best you could do. Go to mm-hmm. a therapist to help you set out like some guidelines on what to do and yeah. where to go. Yeah. You know, because uh-huh. you just gotta be responsible. I mean, because you're responsible for life at this point. You know, mm-hmm. so about yeah. to talk it. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> drop that knowledge. Right. What you got? What were we just saying? My bad, y'all. <laughs> working, guys. <laughs> I'm always working. I never sleep. But it's just like you know, children. You know. You have to give them a better opportunity. That's uh-huh. what this generation is about. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. my dad was doing, I found out later, he was doing heroin and like speed bars and like at the strip club and sleeping with a whole other woman in her family. And it's like, mm-hmm. even that's what it was. Even though he wasn't here and I wanted him there, we all wanted him there. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be what it is to be a great father because, because you weren't there. mistakes. There yeah. you go. You, you learn, learn what from. not to do. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. And you mm-hmm. make sure that you never imitate that because you know what it feels like. So why would mm-hmm. you do that to the next? You know, so mm-hmm. you make sure you're there for them in every way you were felt. And exactly what Lace was saying. If you understand that, if you're worried about being a parent, you're going to be a good parent. Yeah. Yes. Like, seriously. Because you already yes. care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're already, you're already showing already that you care. Yes. Like, I'm the type of person, I know, like, y'all were saying, you know, just, just dive into parenting. But I'll be the I'll be exactly the same person that would be doing all this research, reading all of these yep. books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm you know, I'll be anxious to have a child. Um I'll be Ooh. scared that I mess up. You still Here's wanna a, feel prepared. Here's yeah. a question I mm-hmm. got for you. How you feel about like helicoptering parenting style? Hovering, yeah, hovering. Like the the parent is always, oh, don't don't fall. Oh, what you gonna do? Oh, you know, like they're just uh-huh. so over you that they're terrified of every step that you take. I feel like that's every parent in the beginning with their first child. Mm. I feel mm. like a little bit. Just don't look at me like that. <laughs> little, yeah, I you feel know like, my situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, okay, I'm so sure I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I feel like it's that way initially. Mm-hmm. Depending on the parent, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Depending on the parent. There you go. Depending on the parent. Because sometimes <laughs> they can be very anxious. And mm-hmm. I, I understand why. Because mm-hmm. this is your baby and you care about them and you want them to be successful. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you have to let your child, who is now like 30 plus, <laughs> be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> So I get it, but that helicopter, that hovering, I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I think, mm. you know, if you really want to be that close and just spend time with them. I mean, if mm-hmm. it's okay. like when people be like, well, the child may touch the plug. And it's like, well, if you see the babies down there crawling, I'm about to get down there with them and play. And then when mm-hmm. you don't want them being in that, we'll pick them up and let them be with you. Mm-hmm. This way. You're keeping them sheltered because if you are doing your job as a parent, they're going to know common sense says mm-hmm. don't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll put it like this. Some babies may be a little slower than some because of their parents are a little slower than some. It's mm-hmm. not really the child. Mm-hmm. Some children naturally have that ability to just say something's wrong here and I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But not everybody has it. Some people have to be shown. So these mm-hmm. children are failing 
not because of them. Mm-hmm. It's because of the parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. I watch it all the time. I'm just saying. Most definitely. Here's, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What do you do when you're coming in the situation, right? Say you, ah, this is a blended family. You come in and you see that your, your new significant other has a different type of parenting style compared to what you would be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, your your significant other is more free range and just let the kid, they're going to learn by what, however way they learn. They're not really pressed about it. And the child is eight, nine years old, and they they speak their mind a little too, a little too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you handle that as a parent? Do you continue to let them grow and do what they're going to do, like what your significant other is doing? Or do you try and come in and explain to them the proper way to talk to people? Like, how would you handle that mm-hmm. if you were a new person coming in for the blended family? Wait, so is it like our child or is their child? Hmm, would it, would, would it matter um, for you? Yes. Okay. If it's personally my child, they already know they're going to get knocked off over into Mars. If they <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, if it's somebody else's, it's like, I've, I've actually dated a woman with children and mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, that boy got his butt whooped because he was getting kicked out of school every, like literally every week. I didn't even know you could get kicked out that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was failing all of his classes and I'm like, watch how he's talking to her and I'm like, I'm about to get this boy together. Mm-hmm. By the time I finish, because it's, there's a science to children. Uh-huh. These are you talk to them. You make sure they understand mm-hmm. before you proceed in any whoopings. Like you got to make sure they under. Why is this even happening? Because mm-hmm. there's a reason they acting up like that. Thank you. And you have to find out as a parent. It yeah. is your job to find out why are you getting mm-hmm. kicked out all these times. Like yes. what's going on that you feel that you need to act up. And I I figured it was as he needed attention. They mm-hmm. weren't spending time with him, so I was. You know, and then mm-hmm. when I got involved, I let him know, look, you will get whoopings. You know, you give them chances, but it's like if you don't get it together, then we're mm-hmm. going to get to that. But at the same time, you know, we're going to get you back on track. So he started passing all his classes. He wasn't getting kicked out of school. In mm-hmm. fact, his teachers was like, oh, he's better than ever. Mm-hmm. And all it took was him to know that somebody cares enough to be on my head. Mm-hmm. You can't just... I'm gonna beat you like no you have to let them know I care about you that's mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. it ain't got nothing to do with oh I don't like you or what you did it's mm-hmm. I don't want you if I don't do this now the police gonna do it yeah, <laughs> when you get right. 18 or hey, 14 in our neighborhood that's, that's you know? the thing <laughs> to talk about though one thing uh, yeah I was gonna I was gonna ask y'all about that how do y'all feel about spanking um, because I hear a lot of people say, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. It's hard for me because I don't know. I don't say I'm neutral about it. Like I'm not a big like advocate for it, nor am I a big person. Like, no, because it's like sometimes it's slavery, sometimes what needed. happened, which I do. I, I do agree with that statement that it's kind of like how slavery like it's reminiscent of that right hey i'll beat the hell out of you you're gonna do what i say Uh uh-huh but that that falls under slavery yeah yeah but i still believe because some people would say i act the way that i act because 
I never got punched. If you ever heard like that statement. No, I'm not saying by the parent. <laughs> no, no not by the parent, right? Because, because, no. This is not why by the parent. Like, everything the way you supposed to. No, no. I'm not saying I was punched. punched. It was more. Escalate quickly. That's why you should. I get it. No, but since it was more of like a um, it was like a boxer who said that. Yo, I said I would talk to people any type of way on the street (laughs) because I was never punched by a guy who said. Because some people be talking out of whack on the street, you know, and then they just buy. They be like, "Whoa, I never felt that before." You know, so like seriously, yeah. like yeah. then they start to they start to learn like what not to say to certain people, because mm. yeah. there will be consequences if I like tell a guy, "Hey, f you, bro," and he just you know knock you out. Yeah. Then you're gonna be like, "Oh well, I guess I can't be doing that anymore." I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. I can't just say that to everybody. Mm-hmm. Pain is the best teacher. So, where there's consequence, experience. I mean, you learn from your mistakes if you're intelligent. Mm-hmm. You learn from those mistakes. And I mean, that's pretty much all it is. Like, I feel that most people, they don't understand it. Once again, it's a science to raising children. So if you're going to whoop them, you can't just be like, oh, it's like, no, explain to them. Mm-hmm. If they can comprehend at a certain age, children can comprehend. Let them know, no, don't do that. And if you see it's not getting through, then have this conversation with them. Let them know why you about to get a whooping. Also, ages two to six, best years to raise a child. So at two to six. If, if your children, no matter how much you smile or happy, if they mm-hmm. think that you're going to physically harm them beyond the moon, they will respect you because they're afraid. But you don't want that fear of, I'm I'm just terrified. Like, let them mm-hmm. know, I will discipline you. Mm-hmm. But I care about you, and I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. There are different ways of disciplining, right? Mm-hmm. And different things work for different folks. Yeah. My brother yeah. would get beat. From here to all around Kingdom Come. And And that wouldn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work out for him. Mm -hmm. So they had to stop that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. I came into the picture and I can count on one hand how many times I done got my ass kept toe up. Mm-hmm. And I turn out okay because I ain't trying to do that. You go, you hit me once, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and also, it causes some people to get even more aggressive because they think that. But that goes back wrong. to the point where Lace was saying you have to tell them why I'm doing this. Some right. people never told why, so they think that everything should be. If if I don't agree with somebody or somebody pissing me off, so I need to put violence. my hands on you mm-hmm. yeah. you hurt, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Right. Children are psychological, so it's a consequence thing. You what you're there's also if you're going to discipline your children mm-hmm. because they did wrong, which teaches them I do wrong, wrong happens. You on the other end, you do right, right happens. Mm-hmm. So you make sure you reward them when they do yeah. well so they get this mm-hmm. balance of good and wrong. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Uh when it comes to disciplining and rewarding your child, like they shouldn't be getting the latest video game, the latest shoes, the latest purse, whatever the hell. If they ain't putting in the work to deserve that, mm-hmm. you need to teach them what it means to earn mm-hmm. for yeah. putting in your hard work. Yeah. That raises them to be a better yeah. person. That raises them to understand mm-hmm. the whole thing of money, the mm-hmm. materialism. All it, it helps them understand where yeah. their place is. And it yeah. also gets people, you know, like hooked to that dopamine that comes out when you do something for yourself mm-hmm. you know when you uh, accomplish something that you really put your um, best foot forward to 
you get happy because of it, and that's a good happiness that comes out. Mm-hmm. Now, every it, it's so psychological. It is mm-hmm. because it can go bad for you too for mm-hmm. someone that is always looking to be uh, awarded mm-hmm. right yeah. like uh-huh. if I'm used to being getting accolades for doing everything mm-hmm. and here I am now going into the real world and I'm doing what I'm supposed to and I'm not getting no good job mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel like something mm-hmm. is wrong with me yeah. Yeah. and there's this whole fucking spiral so it's parenting it's just you want that praise you start seeking that praise yeah uh-huh. see we're lucky because we're going into a whole different age now. So, like, we're at a point where we can start raising these children to no longer want to go to school mm-hmm. and do these things because that was cool for the old world. Mm-hmm. But when you look at technology rising, mm-hmm. it's only going to be so many years to where they're, like, I just saw, uh, well, like, in uh, California, a lot of people are losing their homes. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people week to week. So, it's like the world that we knew is changing. Mm-hmm. You see two-year-olds making more money than any of us have ever seen on YouTube. Start mm-hmm. teaching these babies to get productive mm-hmm. because they have the same cartoons you see. They find that funny because that's how their brain works. It's random. It's quick. It's right to the point. Mm-hmm. Start teaching them to do these things. It's not mm-hmm. like a child can't make a cartoon or sell lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Teach them to be producers and not consumers. Um, mm-hmm. I love that you said that. Because actually on the um, previous episode, we was talking about um, like, finances or you know we were talking about the stock market Mm -hmm. explaining that to them yeah Mm -hmm. and one guy that i forgot his name uh unfortunately but he was saying um he bought his daughter stocks so she can start getting to that point where she can be productive basically Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she could get um that reward from being productive you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it also builds, you know, character and all that, you know, other stuff. So, yeah, I, do, yeah. I agree with that. If I could say one thing that, well, maybe two, three things, if I could, like, really give it to the child or to prep them mm-hmm. and on becoming, like, adults, I would want to express uh, accountability, mm-hmm. understanding consequences for your actions, and understanding the purpose of work mm-hmm. having a work ethic mm-hmm. yep. if i could like instill those three things then i i in my opinion i feel like i'm setting the child up for a decent foundation on how to go about the world mm-hmm. like if you understand your accountability what you've done to another person mm-hmm. yep. what you put in whatever you're doing mm-hmm. you understand the consequences of your actions for doing x y or z mm-hmm. If you understand all of this, then I think you'll you'll hopefully grow into a decent human being. But yeah. it, you never know. You never yeah. know what mm-hmm. you can do. All you know is that be there as a parent. Be there for that child. Give them support. Do whatever mm-hmm. you can to show that you support this kid mm-hmm. yeah. to help prepare them for a better life. Yeah, you know, exactly. not to get religious on everybody. You know, mm-hmm. like the Bible. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was pretty much just say, raise them up in the way that they should go. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to come a point, if you raise this child right, mm-hmm. that they may want to go out and see if the grass was greener on the other side. But right. regardless, mm-hmm. they're going to come back to the other side. And mm-hmm. I realize that even in my own personal life, yeah. seeing it with my sisters, like you leave, but because that's your foundation. And there's actually studies from like uh, archbishops and stuff in Europe where they were saying, we don't care what you do with these children. We just want it from ages two to six. Because those are some of the best years. I mean, if you get 
a good understanding with your children around that time, then mm-hmm. you can do whatever you need. Like, my nieces, they know. And these aren't even my children. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't raise them every day. So mm-hmm. why are they taking what I say over what their parents say? Mm-hmm. Because they know uncle loves the mess out of them. We going to mm-hmm. play whatever you want. But certain things uncle will not allow you to do. We mm-hmm. can't watch certain things. We can't listen mm-hmm. to certain music. Mm-hmm. You are a child, so you will be a child. Mm-hmm. You right. know? And I think it's just coming back to the community. We have to remember that there's standards. Mm-hmm. And not for like the whole segregation or integrate. You know, that, that the integration mm-hmm. thing with integration and i'm not separate you know it you know it's just when we started to combine with certain individuals Mm -hmm. we took on a lot of the ways of certain individuals and Mm -hmm. things that weren't allowed in our neighborhoods came to be to the point it's out of control Mm -hmm. like you couldn't walk around sagging your pants you could sit on the corner drinking Mm -hmm. but over time that just became a thing because we allow certain things to fly uh Mm -hmm. you know most definitely and then the children see it and yep. then we saying, oh, where did yeah. you get that from? Like, nah, these babies are yeah, doing lean. Yeah. Man. And then never, never even, we didn't even talk about the fact of growing up with different races and what we have to grow up as being black. Like, I have to mm-hmm. prep my black son on how to go out, <laughs> how he going to be looked at in the world. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I have to prep my black daughter what's going to happen to her, mm-hmm. how they're going to look at her differently once mm-hmm. she start filling out. It's yeah. not her mm-hmm. fault that she's filling out. It's just, it's it's just the world wants to look at you differently. They want to grow you up to be like this adult when you're only like ten years old. You still mm-hmm. a baby, but they want to treat you like a whole ass adult and mm-hmm. throw everything at you. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I personally, you know, my nationality is Moorish American, specifically Moorish hyphen American. Mm-hmm. But Moorish American people and black people, technically same people, look very similar. Mm-hmm. So. You know, upon having children, when they're going out into the mm-hmm. world, they're going to be looked at as if they are, mm-hmm. you know, a certain group of people. And it's like the thought of people mistaking them and thinking that they live by certain values. Mm-hmm. When you think about like us or what they call black people, when you see Chinese people, they have a flag, culture, religion, history. Mm-hmm. With black people, there are there's no flag or piece of land because there's been troubles do huh. the colonialism and things. Our culture yeah. is trouble. <laughs> We're royalty. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always been because there's so much history just in North America alone. I'm mm-hmm. not going to get into it. You hear enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I remember, because, you know, y'all got listeners. I don't want people being like, I don't know. I don't want him back. It's just like, <laughs> no, trust me. They're not going to say that. <laughs> This man is dropping knowledge. Yeah, speak your piece, Lace. You know, we have to start getting back to certain morals. You know, Uh realistically, Mm -hmm. the way that we see other people doing with their children in their communities, it's not going to work for our babies. Like, Mm -hmm. we, before the Bible was given, because we wrote it, before Uh it came back to us, it's a science book. How was our communities? They were beautiful. We had pyramids, all types of technology. I can't speak in the East, but here in America, we were mm-hmm. all rich. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I mean, some people want to be in the grass. Some people want to have societies, but everybody was fine. Mm-hmm. We might have fought over dumb things like you speak the dialect like this. It's mm-hmm. people. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Then the, they come in and start stripping us from our culture. You have to strip people from culture because when you do that, you can make a culture for them. Mm-hmm. Now, the word black comes from old high German, black. Let me. The point is. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> black according to science science mm-hmm. and um, this is out of teachings and stuff like that not necessarily out of but like these is out the way the point is according to science means death so when they're saying they're mm-hmm. giving us black culture they're saying we're giving you deaf culture think about it you sag the pants you drink the 40s <laughs> and it's like <laughs> this is the example for the children mm-hmm. you're right you know what you're absolutely right because one form of something you can look into is the uh, drugs academic in the 70s. Mm-hmm. That was intentionally, and it was written by, mm-hmm. I think, Lyndon B. Johnson mm-hmm. and other people in his yes. cabinet to intentionally put drugs within the black community yes. to disrupt the black community, basically. Mm-hmm. The drugs, the war, much. and the main mm-hmm. reason why they did it, it wasn't maybe because they were racist, you know. Colonials. But the main reason they did it was for profit. Because they realized that if they could put drugs within the black community, they're the most easily to target, right? Um, the uh, militarization of the police department uh-huh. would mean that the military-industrial complex would get more money within the police department. That's why you see tanks, assault rifles, riot gear, all of that stuff, you know? And I would also like to so, add yeah. to that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, with our people, as crazy as it sounds, they claim that they brought us from Africa. How when we had just showed you how to make soap. And then Africa mm-hmm. and America were once connected. Where's these boats? I mean, we can go down the whole list. We've been here. You go to Asia. We're there. Africa, Europe. We've oh, been everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. So, We've always been everywhere. It's actually Thank evidence in, um, in Mexico, if you want to look into that, um, of um, Africans from the West. Mm-hmm. The Ivory Coast that came to, you know... Um, yes. Basically, um, went across the Atlantic uh-huh. to trade mm-hmm. with Native Americans and then go back, uh-huh. which is a really that's why I was trying that's to get impressive. Yeah, what they've been trying to tell us is that the Native Americans and Black people are different. When we're talking the same people, so what we think is racism mm-hmm. is really colonialism. Mm-hmm. See, if you realize, you, thank mm-hmm. you, if you can't kill a people off, you got to make them think y'all ain't from here and we're in charge. Uh-huh. And now these babies, this is why we got to start giving them the truth. Because once they know this, as Kendrick said, you can bring me a sword, you can bring me a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Because if you tell us the truth, we're not arguing with you, we're not marching, none of that. Marching has mm-hmm. never worked. We're going to go right to the world court, the, the main world court in New York, say this is who we are, give us our land back. And then mm-hmm. all these banks and Home Depot closed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're rich. All these houses y'all got off the water, we'll be living in it, and now y'all gonna want to fight. So oh, it's like, they, they would never want to fight. And this is why they never us who we are. <laughs> you know? So the drugs actually, I'm sorry, one more thing. Mm-hmm. So the drugs mm-hmm. was right after the welfare system, which was also set up to enslave us. So they said, mm-hmm. look, we gotta break yeah, up the household. Yeah. So now that y'all aren't stable, the dad is starting families, getting whatever. Mm-hmm. The mom has, it's all on her now. So now she has to work, she's stressed. We're going to hit them with drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, the children don't even know what it is to be a man or what to look for in a man because he mm-hmm. ain't there. Mm-hmm. They just see mom stressing and she yep. getting things done. So mm-hmm. the drugs come now. She's taking drugs. Daughter wants to date a drug dealer. <laughs> Son wants to be a drug dealer. Because yeah. they, they think that's where the money is at, right? Yeah. The monkey, mm-hmm. monkey do. That's what they and think is going to raise one everything. one last thing mm-hmm. you have to do is take away opportunity from these communities. When yeah. there ain't no right. jobs, what you gonna do? Go out there you have dope. to struggle. Yeah. You have I mean, to struggle to live. Yeah. You only That's see, if you only see the up. drug dealer up here making money and surviving, hey, clearly I was that's what you gonna wanna do. Stop it. See that? See, that's when that goes back to the Wooly Lynch. Um, see, 
you teaching people to fight these this family because we're one people one family if they're teaching us to fight against each other mm-hmm. now instead of us saying you know what it's more of us as much as they want to say statistics and we're it's more of us than anybody but we're the minority mm-hmm. and that's actually the legal <laughs> term saying we're minors because they're saying we're wards of the state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but us working together we wouldn't be it, we ain't even gotta say we're Moorish american we could say we are black people and make a flag, and if we could all get under just enough of us, mm-hmm. we can operate. Now they, seventy-five and Mac used to be a thriving black community, but because of national standards that were missing, they were able to mm-hmm. come in and tear it down. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. point is, unity is what's mm-hmm. gonna get us through. Community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And yep. the standards of that community, we have to keep in mind that there's certain things we just won't let fly anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these children have to know their real history their you know education and with this parenting style like just because they hit 18 don't mean you done community parenting style all of that together we have to continuously Mm -hmm. do that for each other we have to continuously Mm -hmm. be together and work with each other and have each other's backs in order for us to get better at it yeah and that's basically what this whole episode is about on a different parenting styles Mm -hmm. on just at the end of the day community is the best option because it's all of it let's figure it all together no parent is perfect you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but when you combine um people together it Mm -hmm. becomes a utopia Mm -hmm. that's why the term utopia exists Mm -hmm. it can't be because of one person it's because of multiple people you know Yes, when I was a child. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, when I was a child, weed, it didn't matter what part. First off, I knew don't leave this block. It didn't matter <laughs> what end I was on, whose backyard. Parents were watching us. And if you got out of control, exactly. they were on you and your parents Community. were going to be on you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You know, but yeah. see, they tore that up. If you mess up, then I'm going to whoop that tail. Mr. Yeah. Johnson going to whoop that tail. Miss Bestie down the street going to take care of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Community. See, the, the media, the politicians. See, everything that they do has always, and I'm talking about the United States, which is a federal corporation according to 28 U.S.C. 3002, number 15. Go ahead, Their whole purpose has been to keep us from rising. Mm-hmm. Because, in short, we run the United States of America, which is different from the United States according to George Washington and his letter to the Sultan of Morocco, two mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... If we come back into knowing who we are and live by those standards, just imagine teaching a child, you come from royalty, but you're not from the East. You're from right. We, we're one family. And we got pyramids here. That's why they called it Mount Road before they tore all that stuff down. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You come from royalty, literally. And you show them, you start getting them more involved with their actual real mm-hmm. culture. They're going to take to it. They're going to have certain standards. And they're going to grow up with each other and start realizing this is what life is about. Mm-hmm. Things change. And that's what the system is afraid of. So they say, hate each other. Compete. Mm-hmm. I'm doing better Kill than you. Mm-hmm. There you go. And this is what we're experiencing as a culture. This is what we have to go through. This is what we've seen. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, a thing of an opinion. Because, you know, yes. other yeah. other races will mm-hmm. say, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that no, deep. This is For y'all, fact. it's not. Yeah, right. For us, this is, we're this literally is, speaking this is experience. This is research. Yeah. This is okay. observation. I'm yeah. seeing yeah. it happen. It's mm-hmm. happening now. Yeah. You know? So it's just... It's just something to bring up, especially mm-hmm. for the weird Negroes. It would make sense mm-hmm. for the weird Negroes to talk a little bit about the history mm-hmm. of us along you know with what? the parenting exactly. style. We'll yes. have that coming up for y'all in the future. 
So stay tuned. But um, yeah, I think I think that was a really good conversation. Um, thank you for our special guest, Lace. For dropping some knowledge. Yeah. Dropping them gems. Um, <laughs> giving you everything you need to know about parenting. So yeah. This has been another episode of the Weird Negro Podcast. And it's yours truly, J-Dub. Hey, it's Cam Lotus. Peace out from L. So Flower Lee. And we'll see you to the next episode. Peace. See how we progress.